Hey, welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode is an episode that I've been sat on for some time. And since I sat on it, the world's gone mad for the catapult, or it's sort of come back, whatever you want to say. And I'd recorded it in a different way and didn't quite know how I was going to edit it, how I was going to do it. This episode is with Matt Redding. And Matt is a really nice guy who let me in his house. We'd, we'd had a, we had a cup of tea, a good chat, and then we went off to his little bit of permission. Matt made me smile. He's a poacher, pure poacher through and through. One hell of a shot with a catapult. And a downright good guy, nice guy. Um, so I won't bore you with all the rest of the details. I'll let Matt tell you all about himself. And yeah, enjoy. Before we do start though, don't forget to check out V Tactical if you want to get some kit made. That's how um, I get my custom stuff done. Um, he's on Instagram. And also Sam from Solo Shooting. Sam's a really nice guy. He's helping out with loads of things, new projects. And Sam actually will sell you anything. Literally, he will sell you anything. You want it, he will find it for you and he will do his damage to get you a good price. And that, so, so check out him, mention my name and I'm sure he'll do you a good deal. So without further ado, enjoy the show. It's a fantastic episode. Well, it was a really good one that I, I uh, recorded. I actually recorded this about a year ago. And like I said, I've been sat in it for so, so long that it's time it got out. So yeah, enjoy. Kick off your boots and put down your hunting knife. It's time for the Outdoor Man Podcast with the man himself, Outdoor Man Dan. Join us for fun stories, useful how-tos, and insights into what being an outdoorsman means today and what it may mean in the future. From ethical hunting and conservation to new stories to tell around the fire. Let's get into today's show with your host, Outdoor Man Dan. So how long have you say you've been doing the catapults for? On and off, like 10 years now, but seriously into it and got known for it over the last seven years. Doing designs and actually taking it to the, not the public, but taking it to landowners as being a reliable source of, of pest control. I think I was one of the first, or if not the first, to actually go and get permission to help with a catapult. How do you stand on the laws of the catapult, if you don't me asking? Uh, permission? I think you'd be good. Uh, with all, you know, your general pests, rats, squirrels, rabbits. Vermin species, is it? Vermin yeah. species. And then if you've got actual, the, the rights from the landowner, you can, you can take uh, pheasants during season, obviously. So, like, it, it's all got boiled down to permission, really, now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can't shoot birds of any description now, I believe. We used to shoot the pigeons at night, but now you're not allowed to shoot. I don't even think you're allowed to shoot wood pigeons at night anymore. No, you're not anymore. That's because that used to be a bit of sport with the shotguns, but I don't know anymore. It's now legal. I do know that bit. But you can then shoot ferals with quite yeah tools like which there's some muntjac slots. Yeah, you'll see quite a few. Danger, like control knife. Is squirrels. Squirrels, rabbits, and wood pigeons. Like on you, yeah, I, I can shoot the wood pigeons for the pure protection of the trees. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you've got your wildflowers going in back there. That'll be another bit of reason. It's a nice little woods through here, isn't it? Nice little. Yeah, it's a bit of space. Some birch and stuff through here. Yeah, plenty 
forward. Poplar was, was it really? Yeah. Why on earth do you want to do that with poplar? It was used firewood. Before decided to use firewood, I believe it was used for uh, the backboards of lorries and trailers, I yeah. believe. God, you are fucking cutting poplar up with firewood. That makes me shiver. You'd be hot a fucking. You'd be hot at putting it on the bloody fire, and you wouldn't be doing anything else. Cause it's like balsam, wouldn't it? Yeah. Now this. Look at that There's print. There's all sorts of prints here. Admittedly, one of them might be your dogs. A big one there might be your dogs. Yeah, it's, it's a dog. But there's some small prints out. Since perhaps some fox. Since some small batch of prints. You should have gone through this bit of wood. I've showed you. You go through. I'll show you. It's, through here, like some deer beds and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You were saying earlier on about the, the ethical side of it was, you know, eat, uh, hunting to eat. And you said you'd had squirrel. Yeah, I had squirrel. Is there anything else you, anything you want to eat which you haven't done yet? Yeah. I'd like to try ball. Obviously, I'm not going to get the chance to have a ball with a cat <laughs> ball, but it's only ball, really, that I haven't Ball's nice. I've had ball. It's piggy, isn't it, I suppose? Hair. Yeah. Oh. My hairs, I just eat. Yeah. No, I can't, I don't let any game hang. But like deer, I can, you can just, you just put it in the slow cooker. It's tender then, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's a bit of a butcher's, I mean, a bit of a heathen way to do it, but get it in the freezer. There's some big slots. I think there's, there's a few fallow around yeah. as well. Yeah, I see them big spots there. Disappeared here though. The ground's so wet, isn't it? Was this underwater? Yeah, yeah this was underwater. There's a fair few for you. I think that's a fallow, I think. Yeah, I would say the, so. The bigger one would be the red deer, yeah. I'd think it'd be a bit bigger if it was red. Might be wrong. Monkeys there. Yeah, some little tiny slots there. No, I've never done it. I've got a friend who does. Is it? Yeah, I've got a friend. I, uh, I've been meaning to do an episode with him. It's been backwards. It was sort of pro, but never actually got to do it. So, it was only she could show me some bits and pieces like that. Which is a lot. She's made, she's made money out of foraging and various because it takes people foraging. Yeah, I got into there. not major fungus, but I, try, I tried their uh, juicy this year. Yeah. Uh, it's quite nice, and I've dried some out ready, ready for when I start camping and yeah, yeah. stuff. This is where they've been coming through. Yeah, this has worked fairly well. Of course, we're suffering with this. Ash die back. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Which is a shame. Where I used to work, before I went to where I am now, they had a wood planted and not, and not one ash tree survived. Yeah. Squirrels and the deer about that tree, isn't there? Yes, that's, that's a big step. That's a new red. Yeah. Maybe. You can tell with the back 
with the back feet. Yeah, it's got a big old weight sat in it. There on top of my footprint. Yeah. From. Yeah. So today, when I was recording the other one, for the first time, I saw Buzz's Nest. Yeah. And I only happened to see it. I was sat in the man's garden, and in Dave's garden, and just saw Buzz's come into a tree. And all of a sudden, there's a massive pile of bloody sticks in the tree. And I could see the female on top as well, building the nest. And she might even be sat on eggs. Yeah, we get, we get some buzzers around here. Getting everywhere. You get goshawks here, I should think. You're close enough to get them fairly. Sparrow. I know we get, we, there's a couple of sparrow walks here. That'd be a good place to put a fox near. Yeah. Yeah, or, or here. Yeah. Traditionally bother with wires no more, even though it's, it's, a, it's becoming such a problem. People, um, I've done an episode on it where the, on the moors and that, that um, illegal snares and taking photos and trying to get prosecutions out of keepers, which is illegal to do that in itself, but. Wires when needed. You know what? Any good at that? There's, there's, there's definitely an art for it. Yeah, I was shown by an old warrant how to do it, and he could do it, but I never managed to catch anything with him apart from kill time. I think a lot of people make their mistakes and put them too close to the hedges where you want them, in the middle of the field where they're rubbish, make, picking up a lot of speed. You need a good run. Yeah. Good run where you can see the, you know, you can see the bounce. This dirt college, God, got up some stuff at college. They get like myself, but others don't keep it keep it out there for people to know that you know it's a sit. You know, I was, I was talking to a guy about deer uh, at the moment because like COVID, yeah. restaurants aren't open, so people aren't eating it as much. Could cause a big problem in the end. Well, I saw. Pest in other areas. Because they've got no breeding season, they breed continuously. Yeah. Uh, I saw baby one during the shooting season this year when we could, you know, when we could shoot. Very few, in that very small window. We put a baby one up, a little piglet. Uh, I love them. I think they're great to watch. I love watching them go right out. Boys, my pet hate. Yeah, pet hate. I love the area. Nice. Lovely and quiet, apart from a couple of chainsaws buzzing about. Yeah, I, I say. It's my slice of heaven, this is. Did you catch for that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's my, my church, as people say. Yeah, me too. It's nice you can get it, but, you know. Oh, like you, like you, you know, you, you stumbled across this by accident by getting caught poaching. Yeah. It was exactly the fact that I was. And uh, got asked to do the, the Pascan spot on you, and I've been on you now for, for 10 years or more now. I seem to be doing a good enough job for the, the owner to allow me to keep coming year after year after year. No. It's great. Nice nature, brambles, and everything. It's nice habitat, this really. Far as 
Yeah. It looks a bit dull and decimal this time of year, but in the summer, it's, yeah. it's like nothing else. In the summer. I've got cover, you know, there's brambles in the winter time for, for, it's not all sparse. Like, a lot of young trees, you know, can be sparse. It's, well, it's a, it's a good habitat for, for a lot of the game that I go after. Well, it's a good habitat for everything. You know, we've seen, what, we've been here, what, 15, 20 minutes, and we've seen jays. If you look up the trees, there's plenty of blue tits and small songbirds floating about. There's everything. Yeah. We've got the river just there, which, I, which helps a lot as well. Yeah. But like I said, it's... There's a pond germ, we've got nukes, which is really rare, like you don't see many people with nukes nowadays. Yeah. I can remember when I was a kid that they were used as fishing bait. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you some of the pest control of the, the infamous grey squirrel, because he gets in the willow trees here and just strips them to pieces. Yeah, I do do a, a bit of calling for the squirrels, literally. I don't know if that's a squirrel or a rabbit that's gone through there. Squirrel with clogs. Yeah. It's more for kids. It's a missile type. Yeah. What's like this? There's some of these poplars have uh, got the, the germ called uh, rust or whatever it yeah. is. Good fishing in yeah, especially with the barbels and that. Yeah. You, you just spin this, do you? Uh, yeah, you, get, uh, you do get the run of uh, do you? normal brown. Yeah. Oh, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's like a Blood's fallen off over the last six from the Yeah, you can see where it's been up here. Yeah, well, it goes right up to the boom now. Yeah. Do you much, much duck coming in here at all, or? Yeah, you do. Uh, but duck here, they're so lucky that they are persecuted a yeah, little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? So, they tend to, you know... They're a bit jumpy. Yeah, a bit jumpy. They're not like like what you see a lot of people going after and that. They're like the ducks are just sat there bobbing down the river here. They're yeah. not like that here. You get you get uh, goose ganders on you, which can be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the local fishermen don't don't actually uh, like them. To be a fair question, yeah. fair answer, they just don't like the goose ganders. Like everybody playing the arse. Com com ranger every now and again. There's a call there's a cormorant when we pulled up. Yeah. I'm flying across the field. I saw. Bad. Common, yeah. Yeah. A lot of missiles, though. Oh, nice. We should step. Uh, step. No. Come and collect it. What's that? Now, what's that one? Yeah, there's a. Boxes. Yeah. This stuff's a pain. All the wash up. Uh, this, no, this is uh, this is that Chinese uh, little purple flower. They've had a big problem with it on the Thames and that. Oh, okay. Chinese sort of, sort of like strangulated weed. Uh, not, uh, not weed. 
that's Japanese, isn't it? Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is one I saw coming across. Yeah. When we pulled up, I didn't think. Yeah, I see that. Have you? Yeah. I've never been a big woodcock fan. Yeah. 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 I used to be able to shoot rifle like that, sort of thing. Yeah, it's going to go there and I pull the trigger and get it, but I can't do that now. Exactly how I shoot with the catapult. Like, yeah. You'll hear a lot of people saying, you've got uh, anchor point, aiming, I shoot purely instinctive. It's look and shoot. Yeah, muscle memory, innit? Right. Just the way you go. I, I shoot it the same as what most people shoot shotgun, both eyes open. I yeah. don't shut eyes. No, I don't shut eyes. Even with rifles, I don't shut eyes. With me, it is a case of the judge just look and just shoot. Catapult is a very underestimated. A lot of people are using them nowadays. Very underestimated. Means pest control. So, push back people. You know, just 24 hour ration packs don't last forever, so if you need something in the field, yeah. it is the, the perfect thing to put in a rack sack and uh, take with you. Wires and yeah. you know, you back up, back on, back bang. Yep. Who cuts all the grass around here? Do you, uh, have, to, do you have to do that or? No, no, I, I don't cut the grass. I, I just generally help out. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's little jobs like, like when with the river flooded out, all the tops of your, if you imagine, were covered in plastic bottles. Yeah. Just general rubbish washed up from the river. Yeah, well, from the lovely public. I do that through, basically through the appreciation of the gentleman that allows me to come on yeah. to, yeah. to hunt. So I'm just Yeah, back to the road, as it were. GPS watch. Yeah. Are they any good? It works all right. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I live with it now, it's sort of, because all the messages come through on it and everything, so I can just... Flick up and see if someone's ringing me or whatnot. Still use the old hand handheld one, right? Yeah, I got I got a handheld GPS somewhere at home. Oh, well, I've had it for a long time now. It's always with me. Yeah, see, I've never actually used my GPS watch only once, and that was when I had an accident on a horse, and I gave him the, the ambulance exact coordinates where we were on the road. Who's Oh yeah. When I'm actually, when I do rabbit wilding, yep. So you, exactly, so where exactly, where, exactly where they are. I've got a small, small one, um, which is found in a training, on a training camp. What people actually carry with them? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's rely on the phones. The phone does work. You can get a fairly reliable. Profit if you're using the right app. You just back on an iPhone because the battery wouldn't last long enough to get you out from anywhere. <laughs> no. And that's why I like the watch. I was, I was considering getting one myself. Yeah, why wouldn't you work out use the fucking thing? A few people have uh, 
you know, adding nothing but problems with them. And then some people said, you know, it's the best thing they ever invested yeah. in. No, I, I, I can't, I can't complain. I upgraded mine, <coughs> and I wanted the heart rate monitor on the back of it. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason I upgraded mine. I still have the old version. Do you know when I was sat in the garden recording this morning? I had two jackets on the woolly hat. You can believe it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a sun trap here, isn't it? Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, really. You've got a bit, like, hills right there, rain. Sometimes, especially if you get a bit of wind, it's not just yeah. wind that you can just walk down or walk. It actually like spirals, rain. Yeah. Yeah. So I do believe the catapult is a very, un, very underestimated piece of kit nowadays. So to get a true shot with a catapult, how do you do it? True shot. Well, you know, how do you shoot straight with it, as it were? I think it's, like, it's the same as everybody. It's the same as everything else. It's it's a case of keeping everything everything in line. Okay. As uh, as best as you can. Obviously, you're never going to have the sort of accuracy or consistency that you get with a gun. Yeah. It, you can get pretty accurate, pretty consistent with them. Quite a few very very good shots with them. But it's the same as everything else. Everybody's got their own technique. Yep. Everybody does it in certain ways. Yeah, a lot of people got their, their anchor points, looking directly down the bands and aiming. I find doing that, if you, if you, if you get it correctly, you end up just bashing your frame to pieces. Yeah. Uh, me, like I said, I'm more of an instinctive. The only time I aim as such is if I'm shooting at a target. Yep. Uh, Hunting-wise, I literally just aim and just line everything up. It's just iron, iron hand coordination with me. Yep. And, and that's it. And also, the main success of catapult is knowing your game and getting as close as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is certain technical things, but I'm not a technical person. The longer you hold your bands back and you're looking, the, the less energy you're actually taking out of your bands, yep. the longer it's held at, at, at drawn, uh, where I, I don't tend to draw and hold for a very long time. Yeah. Me, it's usually once it comes back to the point of release, I let go. Yep. So I store all my energy rather than losing it yeah. on, on looking. But technology... The, the, the elastic quality has changed since I've been doing it. The elastic quality yeah. has changed dramatically. Now you've got stuff that's non-reactant to weather, so... It doesn't perish as easily. Yeah, it doesn't perish. For instance, the, the bands that I've got on you now, not that it can be seen, but you can see it, uh, they've been on there probably near enough, half a year, near enough. Yeah, they, they look brand new, don't they? Yeah. Best. Bit of smudging on there, but apart from that. But again, it's gone all catapults. If you want to go into it in a deep way, they go, the elastic's even got technical, you've got thinner, thicker, blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, different formulas. And, and me, it's, it's elastic. I've got my favourites, I've got stuff I don't like. Yeah. But to me, now, I'll shoot whatever elastic's on there. Yeah, it's walk on rain and see if you can see them squirrels. Yeah. Or see if I can get a decent shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
I think we've got four breeding pairs of them, and I think there's a couple of uh, young floating about the place as well. Yeah. Fantastic. I love them. Love to see them, love to eat them. Yeah. They can cause some serious damage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's um, serious, serious damage. They were talking about like, the bluebell population and, and stuff like that, you know. Because um, they eat a lot of bulbs and bits and pieces. Our biggest problem here is when they... It's not so much the, the, the nibbling of yeah. the... It's when they start barking. Proper ring barking. Yeah, when they start doing that. I'll, I'll show you a bit up here. When they start doing that, it's it's a it's a big no no. Yeah, no, it kills trees off. And I done I said I done a bit of a, a short video when I was um, sorting some apples, like some orchard oats. You know, the rabbits had decimated these apple trees. And I said, you know, you can be vegan and be animal friendly as much as you want, but you still need me to keep the apples because the rabbits keep eating them. Yeah, it's, oh, I got uh, I got another bit of land that I do quite a lot of pest control on. Uh, they got black currants. Yep. And the, the rabbits there are just and a another bit of black currants do rabbits. Completely, they just destroy it. You can't you can't let up on there for one minute. No. You know, places like we are to it today, like rabbits, they're they're a pest, but they're a mediocre pest. They're few and far between yeah. here, aren't they? It's more of a keep keep the levels down rather than yeah. There's still lots of rabbits here. I'm around the top corner, yeah. But like I said, I've been been on this bit of land for ten years, so I kind of keep it. Yeah. Even though I don't eradicate everything, it's like the squirrels, you'll still see squirrels. I keep it down to a minimum. Yeah. You know, like now going into the into the spring now, uh, rabbits be like very selective. How how I deal with them? Yeah. Uh, due to the last thing I want is. To be killing does that have got young underground. Yeah, if you're eating them, there's no point killing them. No point, no point killing your food, is it? You know, so, so to speak. I tend to keep it as good as you can. You can usually tell a doe anyway. You get the old saggy belly on them, and they tend to get a bit skinny, skinny around the neck when yeah, they're being drawn on. Yeah, when they're milky, like so. With a bit, a bit of extra time, you can actually spot a milky doe. You know, where the old buck rabbit, he's really easy to spot. Yeah, he's usually got scars all over his face and a split ear. Uh, and no neck, usually. Yeah. So um, the rabbits we ferreted this year have been some serious sized rabbits. In the orchard, and they've just been feeding on apples, you know. All summer, just massive. See, this is old squirrel damage. That's where that's come out. Yeah. They bark them out, and then the water gets to them, rubs it out, and it snaps off those. If you have a look at these willows, you can see last year's stripping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, but it's still there. I'll put a couple of shots up there, see if I can get some, so I can push them out of the drag. Oh, nobody at home? No. Usually more effective, that is, later on in the winter when they're yeah. out. We've done some vermin days before now, and, and blown drays out, and, and young squirrels have dropped out. Even this early on, you know. With these, you haven't got such a big overcast. Yeah. When, you know, using a catapult for actual squirrels, you haven't got an overcast, and you're not blowing loads of branches away. Yeah. 
you know, it's discreet. I think I've got to invest in one. I think for an outdoors person, it's a, it, yeah. it's there, there's a niche there for whatever reason you may use it. I think it'd be ideal in the garden for squirrels on something like that. Yeah, perfect. Next door's a bit umpy about guns anyway, from my boss's house. So, I used to drive around with a, with a 410 on the lawnmower. Yeah. Look, like I said, catapult, you've got, you've got hardly any cast over. You yeah. know, you can keep, you can keep all, all, all your shots, you know, quite close to you. Obviously, you don't want to be hitting that neighbour's fence with a 10 mil lead. I've got a lot of permission from local landowners because a lot of them don't like guns. Yeah. This is, it's, it's non-noisy, it's non-evasive. Yeah. Is this it? Doing pest control with it for landowners. Take away the negativity that a lot of people are holding with catapults and hunting. Yeah. Just to show that it can be used. Well, it hurts. Yeah. Two, four, five. So it can be used for a positive reason, yeah. it's not just you know, a kid's toy or poacher's weapon or, uh, you know, has been known before for vandals and yeah. the likes of that sort of thing. And uh, I did, I've, I've had lots and lots of positive feedback from local landowners, people, even people with private big gardens. Yeah. They don't like the idea of guns being shot on their premises, so I find a niche for the... Yeah, people, it's, it's, like you say, it's less invasive, isn't it? You know, so I find a, a lot of uh, a lot of scope to get land. Yeah, yeah. What I'd give to have permission with two ponds like this. I know in the winter, in, in, in the winter you get a half a lot of Canada geese on you. You've got a lot of Canada geese on you in the winter. Oh, no, it's just uh, a little I don't know the correct word from, but there is a little white bird, uh, almost like a herring. Egret? Egret, yeah. You get a lot of those here. But this is why the, the foxes on this bit of land are, are unwelcome. Yeah. The, the waterfowl birds and that. James, we have uh, occasionally have a problem with the mink here, which is a. Uh, up yeah. to me to uh, sort out. Sort out. So many years. I think due to the river and the actual location of where we are. Yeah. Is there, is there fish in these splashes? Uh, there, there probably is now. Because it's flooded, I suppose. Yeah, there it. probably is now. There, there's nothing been put in there deliberately. Yeah. But but as 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 my research goes, you the. the Birds that come in, you know, the waterfowl birds, swans, all that, they will bring fish eggs from the river yeah. on, on their legs and in their feathers, not onto it, I believe. That's how it happens. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Uh, Some tailor got up. No. Is there uh, what they call mandarin duck here as well? Oh, that's the way. You get the mandarin duck here. Oh, yeah. You get a few of those, yeah. More hens, more hens. We had four four sets of swans here going back not last year, the year before. Four sets of swans here, and all four sets of all the, the the two pairs that both had full 
clutches of eggs, which on the River Lug and the River Wye, due to the environment, whatever it was, the, the weed that they were eating, yep. because of all the floods, it was like washed out, and they said they were starving and that. But we had two families here, rear their young perfectly yeah. well. Yeah, Does this get fed at all? Not so much as, like it, it, as, as you think. I think they, the birds just live naturally on what, yeah, what's here. Yeah, like. yeah. Uh, I think they're most... got his own little ecosystem. Yeah, I think they're subsidies on... Especially the swans, I know for sure they get on the grass in the evenings and they yeah, like munching the, the grass. The geese will do the same. There's a the big one then. Yeah. There's some big spots on. That's the red, that is. There's a red deer, yeah. But she's double tagged. Apparently, she escaped from somewhere or other years ago. She's been here for as long as I've been here, so she's an old girl, like. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them white birds I was on the back here. Go up onto the back. We go up on the back. You've been listening to the Outdoor Man podcast. We're glad you're here. We'd love to connect with you on social media. Find us on Twitter at Podcast Outdoor, on Instagram, Outdoor underscore Man underscore Podcast, on Facebook, Outdoor Man Podcast, and you can even reach us by email, dan at outdoorman.uk. Let us know your outdoor questions and be sure to tag us when you're outside living your best life. Until next time, be the example.